Elvis Preslin is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Now, Stay tuned to SAFM. Well, he testified that they were acting on his behalf as part of his convoy. He did not testify that he was at the scene when the assault took place. But he did testify that, uh, you know, they were in the convoy that was allegedly protecting him as he was being transported. And then what do you make of the testimony from accused number one, who also told the courts that the video showing him and his colleagues assaulting your clients on the highway was taken out of context and that it should not be referred to an assault. What are your clients saying about what led to the this incident? Well, they have from out said that they did absolutely nothing wrong. And from a legal point of view, there is absolutely no justification for their actions. If they allege that there was any wrongdoing, so in other words, that a threat was being posed to Mr. Mashatile, um, then they should have arrested the occupants of the Fourth Welcome Polo and not assaulted them. There was no call for any self-defense on their behalf. There was also no risk imposed upon them and no threat to their livelihood. So there's no legal justification or defense to their actions in unlawfully assaulting uh, the victims who were in the Volkswagen Polo. Secondly, I don't think it was very wise for him to testify during the bail application because he opened the door for some severe cross-examination by the uh, state prosecutor advocate Elise LaRue. And when his legal representative objected to that, the magistrate directly ruled that they elected to put him in the witness stand and uh, accordingly he would be subjected to cross-examination, which then took place. You know, there's a, there's a big emphasis by the court during a bail application on whether uh, the applicant for bail is being truthful and open and honest and transparent with the courts. And I think that his testimony showed that he was not transparent and he was not being truthful. And then, hypothetically speaking, what would happen if uh, it turns out that the deputy president was present during this uh, alleged assault? Well, then one should have to look into the reasons why he allowed that to happen, why he did not put a stop to it, why he did not act in preventing the unlawful assault from taking place. There's no clarity at this stage whether he was indeed in one of those two cars. The the witness testified they were two cars who were part of a convoy of nine vehicles. So logic dictates that the deputy president was in a different vehicle and that these two vehicles stopped in order to unlawfully assault the victims. But yes, I think, you know, there's a, there's a bigger question to be asked, and that is whether there is even a necessity for the so-called Blue Light Brigade in South Africa. I mean, nine vehicles who are accompanying the deputy president is just ridiculous and bizarre, in my opinion. Mm. We are the only country in the world who feels the need for uh, so many vehicles and so many armed policemen. Mm. Now, the, the, the crux of the state's case would be that all men, all eight men, acted in common purpose. Are you happy with the fact that uh, all men are being charged for this uh, alleged assault, despite some of the men not partaking in the attack. Yes, so the testimony confirmed that seven of the eight men uh, took part in the uh, in the physical attack on our clients. But as you correctly point out, you know our version and the state's version is that they all acted in common purpose. 
And a policeman, of course, has a duty to act when he sees any unlawful behavior uh, from anyone, be it a policeman or a member of society, and he must, in order to prevent that from happening. So the one uh, accused uh, who remained seated in the car because he was the driver of one of the vehicles should also be charged with assault because of common purpose and because of the fact that he did not act in any way to prevent the assault from happening. How far are you with your process to initiate uh, uh, civil claims for damages against the police? Well, we first want to deal with the criminal matter. You know, we have sufficient time in in which to institute the the civil claim for damages. You know, our instructions are to uh, attempt to keep the accused in custody and for them not to be released on bail and for the matter to be finalized as soon as possible. In my opinion, they do not have any defense to their actions and they would be well advised to plead guilty. You are listening to First Take SA on SAFM.